Hello, everybody, and welcome to Back and Forth. I'm your host, Gecko Man, and sitting beside me is our co-host, Rogue Gambit, the man who will be our guide through these vast new realities. One life, one choice, one moment can destroy the entire universe. Well, with that in mind, let's ponder the question, what if... All right, who wants to start? Well, seeing as you have way more than me, go for it. All right. All right, Gecko Man, what if you were in on Earth 616? 616. A part of the uncanny X-Men. What would your costume look like? What would my costume look Colors. Wow. Wow, you just had to start with that one. <laughs> Um, well, it all, I guess it would depend on like what powers I would have. You can have whatever you want in this, you know. <laughs> You're saying I could have any powers. Right. We're not, we're not, we're not talking about powers though. <laughs> um, but if I didn't know my powers or if I, or, you know, if I don't know my powers for the moment, I would just have basically an all black. Oh, that's cool. An all black suit. Okay. Nice little face mask. Oh. Face mask, I like it. Yeah. Uh, uh, is any part of your face showing? Is like completely covered. Your eyes popping um, out. You know, popping out. are you going full snake eyes here? What? What's? Uh, no, not full snake eyes. Um, it would be kind of like a black bolt mask. Okay. Okay. Kind of like a helmet. Yeah. 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 Cool. Cowl, maybe. Yeah. There. We cape. Go. No cape. No cape. Yeah, okay. I mean, have you seen The Incredibles? <laughs> I, I understand. I understand the dangers, but sometimes the flair is worth it. Uh, boots? Uh, yeah, boots. Okay. Definitely boots. Underwear on the inside or outside? <laughs> on the outside. Okay, okay. for sure, for sure. Um, uh, padding? Pad- is this like armor? Is yeah, it just- definitely armor. Okay. I would say armor and nice leather <laughs> gloves. Nice, nice. Ooh, gloves, I like it. All right. What's your first question for me? All right. My question. Let's say in the Star Wars universe. What if, maybe? Yeah. What if you were in the Star Wars universe? All right. And you were inducted into the Jedi Order. (laughs) Fools. What would be the style of your lightsaber? All right. Um, It would be... Color, design. So, yes. The hilt would be curved, like Count Dooku's. Uh Oh. It would be very slender. Um. Okay. The beam would it would definitely be purple because I'm definitely leaning towards the dark side. <laughs> um. It wouldn't be like super powerful though. It would be like I, I like like the slender look. Um. And a little bit longer than most. Okay. Okay. Um. I would prefer two lightsabers if I can. Mm. The other one would be shorter, a lot like Ahsoka's. Okay. Um, okay. It'd be like more of like a dagger, short hilt, short blade would it be curved as well or straight no the second one would be straight okay okay man that would no i like that i like that nothing Mm. else um it definitely would be flashy um easily a black handle on the short one and a gray handle or silver handle on the other one Um, that definitely shows you to go into the dark side (laughs) uh yeah i think that's what they would look like Oh, okay. Man, that's... I just imagined that right now, and that's really cool. <laughs> All right, Gekkoman, what if you were in the Marvel Universe? Um, All right. Or 616 again. Nick Fury comes up to you, tells you he's putting a little team together hmm. of extraordinary people. <laughs> what would you say? Well, again, it would go off of, like, what powers I would have. Mm-hmm. You, or if I had powers. Right. Maybe um, you'll just feel cool, his feel cool. Well, but, uh, would would you accept? Would you be like tentative mm. to listen to the master of spies? Would you join his boy band? Well, knowing that he's a master of spies, <laughs> I'd be very hesitant yeah. to join. But I think in the end I would join. Okay. So, yeah, that's me. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> All right. Now, in the Marvel Universe, Earth okay. 616, what would you do in the... Uh, what if you were in the cave that Tony Stark was in? You were in the same position, basically. Okay. Uh, I'm as brilliant as he is. Let's say you're... Okay, you you're, you're me. I mean, <laughs> so loud. I, I, mean, I would uh, employ very different skills. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And if they're trying to get me to build, uh, build a chair, COVID solve, they're asking the wrong person. They think they got the right person. They um, think they got the right so person. So I guess I would talk to my little friend and see if he has any ideas about <laughs> how to get us out of there. Probably try to use deception and um, such to get me outside and then All right. run for my little life. <laughs> no, no, like trying to learn because the guy i believe the like if like i said i'd ask him for ideas if he <laughs> if he's if he is smart enough to you know build us up some armor and or weapons to use to fight him then i'm down but you know i'm not going to be very helpful Matt. i'm i i might be helpful using the weapons but i ain't going to be helpful building up <laughs> all right interesting <laughs> all right um check him on what if you were in the Star Wars universe. Oh. And you were a, let's say, a Padawan. All right. To a ra- rather a, a pretty new Jedi Master. Okay. So you're his first Padawan, learning the ways of the Jedi. And you're approached by a dark figure who tells you about the powers of the dark side. Would you accept to become his apprentice depends on what I get out of it. <laughs> the powers of the dog spy. Um, limitless no. power. Instantly, no. Oh wow! I would probably slice the dude's head off. <laughs> you would cut him down in your anger. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Okay. Fine. Okay. Fine find by me. Yeah, I've. You know what? I've thought about this. You're really strong. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, well then, back into the Star Wars universe for okay. me. What if? Now this is kind of going off of your question here. You were a pot Padawan, mm-hmm. but I, to a very. I, I, I definitely go to the dark side. That's not the question <laughs> I was asking. Okay. Well, maybe it sort of is the question <laughs> Anyways, you're asking. But you find you are the Padawan of actually a fairly older Jedi master. Been a part of the Jedi order for a long time. Oh, Yoda. But you find out that he is using dark side abilities and dark side um, artifacts. I, uh, (laughs) I would definitely approach him by myself. Okay. And, you know, figure out what's going on. Challenge him to a battle. A duel of the fates. (laughs) A duel of the fates, as one might say. Maybe, uh, Ask him for some pointers and death time. Okay. Definitely like yeah. approach him on my own. Be like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you know. All right. All right. Um, What if you were on our 616 in the Marvel Universe and you were an Avenger. All right. But you had no powers. What weapons would you have? Would you be like... uh? You know, would you have weapons like the Black Widow or Hawkeye or maybe Bucky, um, Iron Man? What would it be? That's a good question. Yeah, I would. No, not 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 a Tony Stark. Definitely not a Tony Stark. You don't want a big old. No, I would see myself in the uh, closer to the uh, stealthy side. Oh, okay, like like Black Widow. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, so, what what type of weapons are you using? Then? Um. Basically anything silent. <laughs> okay. Knives and Knives, swords, yeah. bows and arrows. I'd basically be the snake eyes of the Marvel Universe. Oh, man. If snake eyes join the MCU, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> All right. All right. So going to the Marvel mm-hmm. Universe, and you're approached by someone who says she she, uh, she she says she can... I don't remember exactly how, how it goes in the movie, but... It can teach you the mystic arts. Oh, I'm accepting all the way. <laughs> teach me the ways of the ancient. All right. Let me, a little follow-up question okay. here. What artifacts? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> you know, that's a good question. I love the leaping bolt boots of Valtor, of course. Oh, yeah. Uh, those are pretty awesome. The, the, um... The Watum, the um, the staff, staff of Watum. It's not the staff. The wand, wand, the of, wand Watum. of Watum. Oh, <laughs> that'd probably be what I'd go with. Okay, maybe okay. the leapy boots of help. Not and I'd hope that the, of course, that the uh, cloak of levitation picked me. But I, <laughs> it's already with Doctor Strange. Exactly. <laughs> um. All right, we'll get into what every everybody wants to know. What if you were in the MCU? We had no powers. You're just normal old Gekka man, but you're approached by. 
Nick Fury to join S.H.I.E.L.D. Would you accept? Would you join S.H.I.E.L.D.? Now, seeing as I'm just a normal person. And this is like we're not saying, you know, we don't know. Maybe Hydra's infiltrated it. Maybe has it. We don't know. You don't know. But, of course, you know, isn't isn't S.H.I.E.L.D. in the MCU kind of a secret? Yeah. Okay. So, no, not knowing. Not as much as in the like comics and TV shows, but yeah. Um, not knowing about them, probably I would probably be like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Come on, let's go. I like it. I like it. <laughs> but if, if Hydra was a part of it and I was approached by Hydra, <laughs> you'd no. be like, yeah, <laughs> no, no, we all know about the head, two heads stuff. <laughs> I don't want two heads. Okay. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. So let's do something a little different here for Star Wars. All righty. You're a clone. Oh, okay. And let's say you're you're on one of those, on a pretty epic battle. Okay. One of your closest friends turns <laughs> turns against your general. Okay. What do you do? What 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 would you do? I mean, I'd kill my friend kill or friend. defend my general if that means killing my friend. I mean, I'm a clone. I do what I'm programmed to do. I'm programmed to fight for my general i'm not programmed to have friends okay okay uh, <laughs> not the not what i was expecting <laughs> what if no this is a question everybody actually wants me to ask oh my goodness how many questions do you have <laughs> what if you were in the mcu or 616 what superpowers would you have if you could have well let's say you could have three three superpowers yeah. hmm that's a good question that's a good question i think we're gonna go with Super soldier serum. Okay. Um, man, this is hard. Like, difficult to choose from. Mystic arts. Okay. And probably, uh, no, no, no. I don't know. I like, I have, oh man, this is hard. <laughs> like, there's so many good powers in the MCU. Fine. We'll just also, you know what? We'll also have, it's not really a superpower, but. Still, it's a superpower to me. <laughs> um, the smarts. All right. The genius level intellect. Yes. Okay. Very cool. All right. Fine. <laughs> if you're going to be like that. All right. We're in the Star Wars universe. Now, here's a question. This question is probably what people want, want to hear as well. You're just a normal guy. You're approached by a Mandalorian. What would you do in that situation? Would they approach me as like a friend, an enemy? Like, what are they offering me? They're offering you to join. Ah, join Mandalore. Uh-huh. Uh, fight for the throne. You have no idea what group this is. Okay, okay. This is going to be like a three-part question, so. <laughs> I, well, I I, would definitely accept. You would accept? Yes. All right. What, be in wonder of their armor and weaponry and whatnot. Tell me, what what would be the color of your armor? What, equip, what equipment would you have? Black. All black? Armor. All black armor. That would be cool. <laughs> like light, like light. Would it be black with like red visor? <laughs> no, it's all black. Uh, maybe with some silver uh, details on it. Okay, you know, okay. The like, like emblem would be maybe silver. Uh, the uh, weaponry I'd employ, I don't know the Mandalore weaponry all that well. I definitely want some sort of grapple. I'd want a sniper rifle. And okay. I'd want some sort of blade. Um, yeah. Can't think of really anything else I might want as weaponry. Maybe some, you know, smoke bombs or whatnot. I'd be, okay. I'd be a stealthy little Mandalorian. Makes sense. Makes sense. What? <laughs> makes sense. On it makes sense of you being black. So that's cool. You just learned now. You just learned you had joined the Death Watch. Well, I picked the right color. <laughs> They're gray, but okay. Oh, okay. Dang it. Dang it. Picked the right color. <laughs> well, they kicked me out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know anything about the Death Watch. I can't remember. Really remember. They're a terrorist group. Okay. Um, Until they get broken apart by Darth Maul and there's... Right, 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 right. I would probably try to work, gain, keep their trust, work the inside, but... Get information out to the good guys. Okay, okay. Destroy them. Smart, smart. All right. For me, we're going to the Star Wars universe. You are a Jedi Knight. What is your What does your cloak look like? What does your lightsaber look like? Oh, and what type of like what what type of force powers do you have? Okay, okay. Well, I think I would normally just have, just have the normal 
brown robes. Okay. Um, lightsaber. You're wanting the hilt as well, I'm assuming? Uh, as much detail as you want to give. I think it would be silver okay. with a with some yellow coloring mm-hmm. down the, down the middle. That's going to be cool. Gives a like an old Republic vibe that I like. <laughs> um, it would have like kind of like it, it would extend a little beyond past the igniting point of the blade. Okay. Kind of give it like this cool yep. um, blade feel. Layer to it. Yeah. Um, my lightsaber color. Oh, you know, I'm going to have to choose yellow. Oh, I've never seen a yellow lightsaber. I don't think there's there is yellow lightsaber in the Clone Wars. Cool, yeah. Um, and you know what? One one thing left. It wouldn't be just a normal lightsaber. It would be actually a lightsaber staff. Didn't know that exists. It it does exist. It's really weird, but it's really cool. That is cool. Um, yeah. So it would just ah yes. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Um, and your and force powers. Force powers. Of course, you know I'm gonna use force powers to enhance my abilities, and uh, you know I gotta have the force choke. <laughs> gotta have a little dark side yeah, force powers yeah, of course, in there. Of course. And I think my last force power would have to be um, the force push. Right. Nice. Yeah. All right. I think we probably have time for one more. For one me. more. And I think what I got. This will be a good one. This is from the for the Marvel. Okay. All right. So, what if you have X-Men powers? Ooh. What, what would be your X-Men powers suit, and would you join Magneto or Charles? All right. First of all, screw Magneto and join in Charles. I <laughs> uh, love the dude. Um, so, am I an X? Do I have the powers of an X-Men? Do I get a pick? different x-men's powers and what's my limit of how many powers i can have um we're gonna say you have a limit of two powers ah, two powers oh man i knew what it was if it was three <laughs> not to choose between these three uh my suit my suit's gonna be black with probably green Ooh. um like a dark green like kind of like rogues 1986 like, yeah uh, emerald green emerald oh. like almost with a hint of foresty in it uh that's cool. But then with black instead of white as my main color, and then maybe some like I really want to like purple or some like some something like gambity, maybe like uh, purple purple gloves, purple gloves. Oh, clash with the green color. What about like maybe goggles? If you mm-hmm. want, if you want goggles. No, I definitely don't have goggles. I'd have like a, I'd have like a kind of like Cyclops's outfit from when he has the Phoenix Force outfit, you know, oh. with the big shoulders mm-hmm. and then like the really long, ridiculously large boots because I think that looks hilarious. <laughs> and then, but with like the green on it, and then the uh, something similar to like what you said with like a with like a cowl type thing that covers the eyes. Um, but I'd also have like a. F- like a thing that comes over the mouth. Um, okay, okay. That and that could be like purple or gray, ooh, gray. Mm-hmm. And then and my powers. Oh boy, <laughs> my powers would be X Men powers. I can't grab that. That's not an X Men power. Um, I'd go with I'd go with healing factor. Ah, uh, um, and that's really hard not to choose. <laughs> oh man, I'm fully expecting you to choose like. Explode. Yeah, yeah I, I'm either it's either kinetic energy powers like gambit or telekinesis. <laughs> but I, I mean, like I, I, like normally I'd pick some sort of athletic talent, but because I'm only down to X Men, there's not really any good ones. I'm a little surprised you haven't like gone right to a certain X Men power. I mean, I think oh, we'll go with Storm's ability to control the weather. Okay. Okay. I'm a little surprised you didn't like to choose uh, rogues. I mean, I thought about it, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's a really cool power, um, but like by its, I guess like by itself, you know, like with another power, it's feel like all the other powers are useless. I would have, you know, mm-hmm. like I, you know, because like you're gaining people's powers all the time, you know. So if it was just one, yes, I'd choose that. But when I can have two, it's like I would rather not have the side effects of that if I could have two powers, you know. Okay. Okay. So storms powers and storms heal- and healing factor. Nice, nice. Oh, at least Wolverines, if not higher. <laughs> Alrighty. Um let's move on to the talk about Moon Knight as a whole. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Right. All right, I'll start us off here. <clears throat> Moon Knight. Uh so I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was one of my like I think I said last time it was like my second most enjoyed Marvel TV show. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it just did a really good job of telling the story of its main character, right? Of Moon Knight, of Stephen Grant, of Jake Lockley, I mean, um, the other guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark Spector. <laughs> you know, Mark Spector and Stephen Grant, just like, just really good job telling their story. Um, you know, in, in the places that it didn't do as good of a job, maybe in the CGI or in the couple of the side characters, you know, not being as interesting. Like, it wasn't terrible, you know. Uh, it definitely could have been better in some ways. Um, it's not, like, the greatest thing ever, but it, it just did a really solid job in just yeah, everything. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, yeah, I even... I think they also did a really good job of not going into backstory. Yeah. Just they could have easily they could have easily fallen went back in time and been like this is how Mark Specter got his powers. No, <laughs> they didn't do that, and I was actually quite impressed that they didn't do that. So mm-hmm. it was very. I'm glad they didn't do that, and it, I think it made the show a lot better. Yeah, um, that's kind of the main point. That's the main thing I had for it. Yeah, and like, um, I think that in that, like, they definitely stayed to the story they wanted to tell. Like, they didn't mm-hmm. have too much outside things influencing which just like made it simple enough that it could just be a you know six episode tv show right like so many tv shows try to tell too much yeah and um they seem to run out of time on some stories and you're like uh they didn't wrap that up at all you know yeah but, like everything felt super wrapped up um and then they also had good twists they had good uh um, oh yeah. and then they, of course they had the ending that just left it very open for what could happen. Mhm mhm. Yeah, and we could also say that it had a like even even shows could have a hard time like with with a first episode. Right. This first episode was very good. Oh yeah. Like it really helped the show move, give us questions that we I guess really needed. Mm-hmm. And it was like it really—I don't want to say push the boundaries, but it really well, it was just different. different yeah, all like any MC thing we've seen so far. <laughs> true, true. It also did a very good job of saying disconnected from exactly. the MCU. Um, and while yes, who knows? We may get more in like season two of Moon Knight if there is one. There probably is. Um, but we may we may get like other heroes popping up, but. Right, but it, who's to say they aren't part of the MCU? Or? Mm-hmm. And um, I think it, yeah, it did a very good job of keeping itself so separate from the MCU that like they can kind of do whatever they want with it, you know? Yeah, because like they could literally say, oh, by the way, this was uh, during the blip, you know? Mm-hmm. The like they could do lots of things to write it into the MCU or keep it separate from the MCU. Because, like, Moon Knight clearly is not the type of guy that's like, oh, I want to join the Avengers. You know? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, it's he's very like. Mark Spector and Stephen Grant aren't going to want that. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake Lockley seems to not be on whole like he seems to be a very lone wolf type of guy. <laughs> so like, um, they did a really good job of not only having a well done TV show and story, but they left it where they can kind of do whatever they want with it. Yeah. I think that was a very smart choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally like the whole personality switching at the start of the episode, at the very first episode. Yep. I liked that. Like, you had no idea what just happened. And you see, like, now S- Steven has a gun. Yep. And he, what does he do? He throws it. <laughs> right. Speaking of which, I think it's really interesting that they left um, so much of that open to, like, your own judgment. Because, like, we still don't know, like, because we know so little about Jake Lockley. We still don't know when he was showing up. You know, was yeah, he showing exactly. up in the first episode? You know, oh, maybe. Was that was that always Mark Spector that did all the beating up in the first episode, or was some of that Jake Lockley? We don't know. You know, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, I also really liked. I personally really liked Kanchu. Mm. Like, I thought he was a good, good character to have, Agreed. especially in his suit. In the, <laughs> I was fantastic. Um, the villain was okay. Um, could have been better. Yeah, I really liked the villain for. Like, he was one of my favorite parts, especially in the episodes that kind of dragged. Like, episode, what, two I didn't really like, three I didn't like. Yeah. Like, four and five were really good. Um, He was still really good. And, I like, he kept he kept me interested in the show even when I wasn't as interested, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, I didn't love his culmination in the final 
the yeah. episode. I didn't um, love that. I did like how he like stayed true to his character, um, but in the fact that when what's her face, um, Ahmet was like, "You're gonna be my avatar." He's like, "Wait, you're supposed to judge me," you know. That was kind of cool, but at the same time, also didn't necessarily fit with who we, they've showed us. In yeah, the, yeah, in the show so far, where like he was, it was, it was just, it was just confusing at what. I, I never got what his motivations were because of that. Like, mm-hmm, yeah, he mm-hmm. wanted to judge people based on before they could commit evil, but like, we don't know exactly why. We just know that he has some backstory with Conchu. Really, that's like all we really know about him. And so, yeah, it was he was a good villain, but like, I still wish we would have explored kind of like why exactly. he was the way he was. Yeah, that's why he's not like a super great right. villain to me. Um. Any anything else you want to say about? Yeah. Uh. All in all, I think it did. Like I said, a good job. Um. I guess. Yeah. Uh. We'll talk about Layla a little bit here. Ah. Um, yes. Yes. Like, she was. I had a lot of mixed feelings about her the entire yeah. episode from the start. Like I was like, you heard me always being like, who is like, why are they making her the way they are? And I still have no idea why they didn't just like call her who she really was in the comics. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Um, why they decided to change her name, don't know. Um, and then her becoming the Scarlet Scarab at the end, wasn't a fan of. Mm-hmm. Though I thought she looked good and her powers, her abilities seemed to be interesting. And then they just like left it open like, oh, she just like gave it back. Like It, it just felt like so unnecessary. Mm-hmm. It would have been much more interesting to me if they would have, I can't remember the character's name, but from the comics that she actually was, just said she was that gone into her backstory a little bit more when she's like in that scene with that old lady you know oh, yes, yes. and like instead of it being all ambiguous it just didn't make any sense for it to be in my opinion so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i can um, agree with that so that was kind of like the week the weaker parts were kind of those side characters but um like i said nothing glaringly bad so like all in all i'd i'd give this you know a solid six six and a half out of ten six and a half out of ten I can, I can, I'll, I'll, I'll get behind that. Yeah, six and a half, six, six and a half out of ten. <laughs> All right, I think that does it for minute. Yeah, let's move on to multiverse of <sighs> madness. So it's uh, been almost a week now. Yeah, got some time to marinate on it, think on it a little bit. What, what are your thoughts? Six I days later, still love it. I still need to go see it again, but I Me still, too. I still love it. Like so far. It's my favorite Doctor Strange movie. It's my favorite Marvel movie this year. Like, Doctor Strange was amazing in it. I loved fully. I didn't love Wanda, but she was okay. She was she was a she was an okay villain. Not not too bad. Um of course there were some things that she could that they could have fixed. But y- you gotta admit that her costume was pretty cool. Yeah. Anything you want to say about it? Alright, so additional thoughts here. Uh yeah. Like you said, Doctor Strange, all the Doctor Strangers were awesome. Um, all of them were, I, I liked how all of them were, you know, the same but different, you know, mm-hmm. and like that's what he was having to realize is like because of his uh, personality, the way he is, he does have the tendency to be willing to dabble in the darker arts to get what he needs. And mm-hmm. he has to, he has to, uh, he has to fight that and realize the consequences of that. Um, so that was just really interesting to explore. Um, Wanda, you know, I really liked her as a villain. I liked her motivation. Um, the only thing with her that I think they could have done better is kind of explain her motivations earlier or, or like explain how she got to where she was. Cause I just feel like it was kind of a leap from Westview to where she started. Yeah. yeah. And, um, they kind of did by showing you just like the illusion she had cast, the death she had created around herself, like how much the Darkhold had like really started um, influencing her. But at the same time, they've just introduced the Darkhold. So like we didn't have like any outside of, you know, the comics where it's Cathon controlling her through the Darkhold. We didn't have any... Um, foundation to like get to that on so mm-hmm. uh it just it, it the i love the pacing of the movie but the start could have used a little bit like slower explaining of yeah how she got to where she was like how much or just or just at some point explaining how much the dark hold was controlling her because you're yeah, like just think about it like wanda like we've said before like she's been through 
more than like anybody else in the MCU. Oh. And like she talks about that a little bit, but like they, I think that could have really been shown a lot more, like how yes. much pain she was in. Yeah, yeah. I do want to talk about one scene though. My okay. favorite scene. Okay. Okay. What's your is when scene? Doctor Strange fights against himself in that destroyed reality. The f- musical fight? Yeah. Okay. My favorite scene. Why was that your favorite scene? Why is that? Because not like because like you said, it really shows that Doctor Strange, being the way he is, he's willing to dabble in the yeah. dark arts. And it was interesting to even see like a darker version of Doctor Strange. And you just got it. and the music in that was just amazing. So good for that fight. It was good. And then that final note just why <laughs> that was that was good. That was really really good. Yeah, it definitely like showed what the movie was all about in mm-hmm. just like one scene for sure um super yes super good fight scene super super well done um concept oh just yeah unique super unique very very uh sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. yeah and not only that benedict cumberbatch playing as all those doctor stranges ah oh, he did yeah. such a good job anything else you want to say on that or um I guess the one thing I wasn't, I guess I wasn't the biggest fan of, number one was, I guess, is the whole Wanda opening yeah. scene. I don't know if I liked how he didn't really confess his love <laughs> to uh, whatever her name is. Christine to, Palmer? Yeah, Christine Palmer to the to the, his Christine Palmer. <laughs> oh, like, she's, she's married, like... Yeah, true, true, true. I, I, no, I had no problem with that. Like, no, well, no, not that he didn't confess his love more like he didn't with what they did with the christine palmer that he was with like what he said to her he could have said to the other christine palmer okay well i i didn't really have a problem with that i guess but i, I could see where you're coming from mm-hmm. yeah i wasn't the biggest fan of that but you know yeah um i also guess i kind of understand because it's a different christine palmer so <laughs> right so you had mentioned that you know, them going through the universes, like they, you know, barely spent time in any, right? Oh, yes. And you were kind of expecting them to spend more time in lots of different universes. Was that like negative? Were you happy that they didn't spend too much oh, time? I was happy that they didn't spend too much time. I was so scared they were just going to be like a couple minutes in this universe doing right. a few things, a couple minutes in this universe doing a few things. And we would be like bombarded with like a bunch of Easter eggs and stuff like that. Not saying there aren't a lot of Easter eggs in the movie. There probably like are a ton of Easter eggs in that movie. No. Um, but while yes, at the beginning when they first go through the multiverse, he, uh, they do go through a lot, but then they end on that one on the, uh, that one earth. I forget what earth. I feel like they called it an earth. I forget what they called it. But um, I liked that they just stayed on that earth for a very long t- for for a good wa- long while. Wait, are you talking about where the Illuminati was? Yeah, where the Illuminati was. I liked how long they stayed on it, and I liked that they then just went straight to the book. Yeah, and book then of Ashanti. Book of Ashanti, and then they went the nexus of all reality. <laughs> then they went to the to the to the destroyed destroyed mm-hmm. universe and then that was basically it yeah so i was like oh perfect nice <laughs> um i agree definitely was happy that they did not spend too much time hopping through universes mm-hmm. i definitely was a little afraid that yeah there's just going like oh get to this universe oh yeah. no, we're about to be same here a t-rex get to this universe oh no we're paying yeah and universe. yes while they did that at the very beginning when they started jumping through that was all we needed right <laughs> Um, of those universes that you saw them falling through, any stand out to you? I mean, that paint one was very, <laughs> uh, I didn't notice any. And like I said, I, I have to go watch it again cause I'm pretty sure there's a scene that I missed. Um, so, um, so yeah, I didn't notice anything. Did you notice one? Well, there's one that I was very interested to see what happened from the trailer and that was the animated universe. Oh, first of all, it was fantastic. <laughs> look, um, I love the animated Doctor Strange look. It's so good. <laughs> what do you think? It's like Miles Morales. I don't know. I it's definitely not the same animation. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Um, it's a lot closer to like Spider Man the animated series. Oh, style. Um, okay. Looking, but anyways, so let's get to the. I think it was Earth 317, no, 3... I know they called it something. It's 3-some, can't remember. But anyways, where the Illuminati is. Yeah. What'd you think of that world? And 
the Illuminati and uh, Jazz. First off, I actually liked seeing the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. It just showed us some new heroes that could be in on Earth 616. Um, and I think we talked about this before, but Charles Xavier was amazing. Yes. Um, I guess we can get into my favorite scene then. It was definitely when Charles Xavier goes full Professor X. Oh, yeah. Just like starts just a whole his whole monologue was so good and just like felt so real and so Professor like I don't know how to explain it. But it just felt like Professor X was yeah. sitting there talking to you. And it was fantastic. Let's go. But let's go into some other members of the Illuminati. So Captain Carter, what do oh, you think? I really liked Captain Carter. Yeah. Like she, I, f- I feel like they really did a, did a really good job for yeah. her. Um, not as well as Charles Xavier, but very pretty close. Yeah, I would say. Um, I think the one person in the Illuminati that I feel like they didn't do the best job was uh, Mister Fantastic. I feel like okay, I might be remembering it wrong. But I don't know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about him later. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on to some. So, like, yeah, for, so for me, Captain Carter, uh, I thought she was really good. Haley Atwell, just such a good actress. Um, super fun. I really liked her personality. Oh, I yeah. thought that like came through really well. Like her, like almost like fun personality that she has. And like in What If, I thought it, it like was there, but it definitely like didn't come through nearly as strongly as it did in this movie. And I think that's probably just like Haley Atwell's acting abilities. Oh yeah. Um. All right, so Captain Marvel, uh, Monica Rambeau. What do you think yeah. of her? Um, I thought she was interesting. You know, well, even though I thought she was Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I watched the trailer, if you remember my trailer breakdown, I thought it was Black Panther as well. She has that little like shiny necklace. Yeah. And when, when I saw that in the trailer, I was like, Black Panther. And I thought it was Black Panther up until we saw her face, and I was like, Oh, you know, which I knew she was because in the trailer where you see her fighting Wanda, I knew she was going to be in it, but I didn't know that's who they showed there. Okay. Um. Yeah. I I thought she was actually, I thought she was actually. Well, I feel like yeah, she's. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I thought she was very interesting. Uh-huh. Of course, you know you have so many characters that you can work on. So I feel like they gave her enough time to really, right. like, like you said, interesting. I think it's a good word because, like, you know, they don't go in depth into her really. Yeah. Um. So definitely something that was like worth exploring. But I'm glad they didn't, you know, go delve too much into it where it just bogged down the movie. Like I said, it was a very fast paced movie, and definitely left you know a lot to our speculation with her. But also just did a really good a good job with her. Black Bolt. Black Bolt. First off, I love the way he looked. Yeah. Have, so have you seen the Inhumans TV show at all? No, I have not. Okay. So it's the actor that played him in the Inhumans TV show. Oh. The show is garbage, by the way. And he looked a thousand times better. Like his his uh, costume in the show is so bad. And I like him as an actor. I thought he did a fine job acting as Black Bolt, but like, his costume didn't help him? No, definitely not. And it just looked so much better. And he just did a really good job. Okay. Uh, was there anything else? Did you... Anything else about Black Bolt? That you well, I mean, his death was super cool, too. <laughs> oh, you liked his death? I did. I don't know if I liked it, really, but I can understand it. I understand yeah. it. Let's see. Mordo? Oh, I just... Even though it wasn't Mordo from Earth 616, I did like how Doctor Strange was interacting with this Mordo. Yeah. Like, I loved how he kept saying, like, oh, yeah, well, my Mordo, <laughs> like, even though you're here, you probably gave him the buck. <laughs> yeah, like, the way the way it showed that, because, like, right in the first Doctor Strange, they are friends. Yeah. And they're really good friends. He's, a, he's who he learned from. And so, we, I feel like, well, you've kind of forgotten that since we hadn't seen him in so long mm-hmm. but they just did a, such a good job of showing like he knows how to push his buttons like he was you know trying to get him to fight him right yeah and he just was ah uh, it's just so good at it because like he know, knew him so well even though he didn't know him yeah he knew mordo so well from earth 616 so he was able to push his buttons just right and get what he yeah. wanted and that was that was very good and even the fight between the oh, two the fight was fantastic too. i loved it and the way that they filmed that oh, <laughs> oh love the camera work in that scene one of my favorite fight scenes um in the whole movie um anything else about mordo i mean great hairstyle <laughs> it is cool it was cool his whole look was super cool oh yeah, oh, uh, yeah. the like the sword was super cool and just like it fit 
the way his rest of his outfit looked. Like, oh yeah, it was a little more like flowy, a little more like mm-hmm. he was definitely seemed like he was the source supreme now, you know. Um, and then yeah, that, and then that sword just really fit with the whole aesthetic of it. I thought they did a great job with that. All right, so moving on to Mister Fantastic then, because <laughs> I've in my uh, research and what people have been saying, there's definitely mixed reviews. Okay. Um, so John Krasinski acting as him, we'll start with, I mean, he's been a fan pick to play him for, yeah. ever, right. Um, so for me, when I first saw him on the screen, like it almost didn't feel real. Mm-hmm, it like, mm-hmm. was like, I it, like, it just like, to me, it looked like it was animated. <laughs> <laughs> well, to me, it like, just like looked like what I've seen so much, you know, it was just like, it definitely didn't look animated. It was very CGI. But like it just no looked, yeah that's what it was CGI right. it looked I mean, CGI it was. like he definitely was I'm guessing I'm my guess would be he wasn't like they did all those scenes without him and then they finally got him to play the part or or decided to add him in and I think he was put in later or put over whoever was acting as him before because I didn't know who was going to play him Aww. based on just the look of it. But it looked fantastic, in my opinion. I did like his his costume. Mm-hmm. I did just his entrance. Right, he entered such a Mister Fantastic entrance. Okay, yeah, true, true, true. Like he, he, it was very, it was very like technological entrance, yeah, and yeah. it was so good. It was good. I and like even before we see him, when Christine Palmer says the Baxter Building, <laughs> I got so happy, and I was just like. I, I literally was just like, who's going to, who, which, which, which one is going to be, you know? And then I think that's partially why when I saw him, I was like, this can't be real. Like, this is just a fan made thing. Like, there's no way he's actually here. And then he was. And it was like, oh my God, this is so cool. And, but yeah, so John Krasinski playing him. What, what are your thoughts? Do you think he's um, a good choice? I liked him at the start when they, when they all go to face against Wanda. I didn't wasn't really a huge fan of what he said because mm-hmm. I think we talked about it a little bit. You said that he it wasn't Mister yeah. Fantastic. It wasn't necessarily like a Mister Fantastic thing to say. Like he basically like went up to her. It was almost like a villain type th- dealio where he's just like tells her their plan. You know? Yeah. Like he's just like Black Bolt could you kill you? And it's like I don't know. It felt yes, he's a very arrogant person, but it just felt very rot like forced a little bit mm-hmm. like. They were just like, how do we get Blackpool out of the way? Well, yeah. we can just tell him, you know. And I don't know, the writing could have been a little better there. But, like, like it was definitely not the way it was acted or anything. Um, mm-hmm. I think he, like, in my I opinion. Know. I feel like, I, I don't know. Just that, that, that one moment, as I thought about it, was just like, I'm not the biggest fan of that. Okay. Of that moment right there. Um, while, yes, just like right after it with Blackpool <laughs> dying. A little dark there, but I actually really, really liked. Yeah. Um, but uh, other than that, I think Mr. Fantastic was an okay character. Not my favorite, not the best Illuminati in the in the group, but right. he was pretty good. He was pretty good. So this is kind of moving into some things I have to talk about, so we'll talk about them a little bit here. In the fast Fantastic Four future movie that's coming out, would, would you want... John Krasinski to play him? Would you want that just to have been a cameo and let's move on to somebody else? You know what? I would give him another chance. I would say yes. Let's get him in an, in a movie. And I think it could really... I think if he were to continuously play as Mr. Fantastic in the MCU, I think he could become a very amazing fa- Mr. Okay. Fantastic. So, yeah, um, I kind of want to move into like what this means for the universe, Marvel's MCU now. Right. Okay. So we had this movie, right? We'll, we'll we'll start by, I guess, talk about the post credit scene here. It seems that something's coming, right? Oh yes, yes. So Clea comes. Mm-hmm. Who, if you don't know who she is, she is the niece of Dormammu. So basically, what happens is Dormammu sends her to in the comics. Dormammu sends her to Earth to basically take out Doctor Strange in the whole of it right he sends her there to like get rid of anyone powerful enough to stop him to figure out you know who's follow around the sorcerers see what's going on on earth take out people she can make it easier for her when he comes to earth to consume the earth well um she ends up following dr strange and being like wow this guy's actually like super cool like he i've only ever been in the dark dimension where you know everybody's evil basically I, i'm watching this guy who's like noble laying his life down for every who you know for random people like and so she ends up falling in love with him. 
long story short <laughs> it's a very long story <laughs> cut very short but that's, that's what's happening they end up she becomes his apprentice so on and so forth so anyway she shows up and then credit scene it's like hey you know convergence is coming let's go right yeah or convergence insurgence i don't remember. i forget what it's but called basically but... two universes are going to crash into each other so um on the other side we've got mordo back there right who doesn't die mm-hmm. he's still alive we have Mordo on 616 that's still alive. Yeah. We've got uh, America Chavez still running around. Yeah. She's probably going to be the one to stop this. Um, um, well, she wasn't in the end credit scene, though. So they're going to have to go get it. Anyways. <laughs> got, so Wong's still alive and yep. kicking as the sorcerer. Okay. Is Wanda alive and kicking? We don't know. She has in other universes. Yeah. So... One thing that really like stood out to me in the whole movie um, was there was a big red flash yep. when when the temple was destroyed, the mount mount on the gore mountain the mountain. So I don't know if that was just her dying to, to symbolize her dying, or if something else happened and she's alive. I, I'm not sure exactly. I, I feel like that was just symbolizing like her power being, yeah, spurt, like a big use of her power to destroy. Um, the mountain, but yet it was already falling. It was she already was still out, but she was using a lot of power to make it fall. Like you know, and it's true. Big old mountain, like it's not like she was just like eh, I just. Wanna. Well, yeah, but it was, was already destroying like destroying it. Okay, true, 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 true. But still, just to me that I feel like there's something more behind that. <laughs> okay, like maybe it is whoever. Maybe it is whoever is whatever his name is who. Is part of the Darkhold. Kathan. Kathan. Well, here's my theory. <laughs> Kathan is behind it all along. No. <laughs> I wish, as I said before, I do wish Kathan was a little bit more referenced, if not a more bigger part of the movie. But that's okay. I don't have a problem with it. In the comics, there is this character called the High Evolutionary. The High Evolutionary basically turns animals into sentient like fully sentient human beings basically okay weird he just does a lot of experiments on animals and people and combines them and jazz like that he has a whole world that's identical to the earth in which it's occupied by these creatures in in, on in the same universe as earth 616 or is it a different Anyways, <laughs> um, okay, okay. I, I, yes, I would say in the same universe, I believe, at least. I don't know the answer to that fully. Well, he, the High Evolutionary is pretty well confirmed to be the villain of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Oh. So, and based on rumors, it's believed that, that that will take place somewhat on Earth. So my theory is, because the High Evolutionary in the comics is who gives Wanda his her powers. Okay. And we just like, and when he comes to Earth, he sets up shop on Mount Wendigore and basically uses the Darkhold magic to do his experiments. What to do? So, my theory is that because he's coming into the universe now, we know that he will be in the MCU. He is going to come to Earth, be on Mount Wendigore, and basically bring Wanda back to life or try to use her powers, which will like reanimate her. And that's what we'll get. Well, we already had a reanimation of Doctor Strange. (laughs) But because Wanda, I don't think they're going to do away with Wanda in our universe because, like, she's such a big hero in the MCU already. But I do think she, like, it would be pretty cheap if they were like, oh, she survived. That'd be pretty, like, take away a lot of the hit for it. So I, or, like, or or if she did survive, like, she doesn't have her powers anymore. Like, she had to use, like, air quotes, use up her powers to destroy this ancient magic right Mm -hmm. and so um i think that the high evolutionary is the way they can get around that okay so that's like my hope i guess that they could be doing now um so with this convergence of universes happening that seems like it's we're pretty pretty i'm pretty i'm very confident that we're headed towards secret wars which Uh. is where two universes in the comics collide the whole battle world set up fighting between heroes all that jazz happens, right? For that to happen, I feel like we need two things. We need the Fantastic Four movie, right? Yeah. We need Doctor Doom. He's mm-hmm. like they like the two biggest parts. Oh, that we love don't it. have Doctor yet. Doom came. Oh. 
And we kind of need Ghost Rider and some other people. And the X-Men definitely need to be. But, like, that's, like, a two things, like, have Ooh. to happen. So, I personally think, contrary to, I don't know if it's contrary to popular belief, but co- definitely contrary to pe- what people have said, I thought Mr. Fantastic was fantastic in Multiverse of Madness. I thought John Krasinski nailed it perfectly. And I won't hate you for that. <laughs> I think, like, he... I, I'm going to go out there and say it. He was the best Mr. Fantastic I've seen on screen. Okay. Okay. Um, I and I, and I, I'm, that, not, but... I'm, I'm not saying like the actor who played him in, in the Fantastic Four movie was a good actor. Maybe he might be garbage, but he did a good job. But John Krasinski, there's something about the way he embodied like the arrogance with still being like a very thoughtful person that I really enjoyed. Just like the way he talked. The way he carried himself just very much said Mr. Okay. Fantastic to me. Now, the, we also know that the director of the Fantastic Four movie sub- parted ways with Marvel for that. It was John Watts who did the okay, okay. Spider-Man No Way Home and all that. And he kind of he, he wants to do some other things. So they parted ways, which now leaves room for John Krasinski, as we know, an incredible director, to star in and direct. Or maybe I would be totally fine with either. I don't think he needs to do both, but like if he directed or acted in it, I'd be very happy. The one thing I wouldn't be happy about is the fact that I absolutely love him as an actor and want to see him direct and act other things. And usually when someone, you know, does a Marvel movie, they're now tied down for like 10 years or whatnot. Yeah. So yes, I think like being Mr. Fantastic, he would still have time. Like it's not, he, especially with how big the MCU is. It's not like he's going to always have to be working on something. I feel like there'd be some, gaps where other movies are happening that he'd be able to do his own projects and i'm sure knowing the way he likes to do contracts and stuff he he wants room to do his own work Uh so i'm sure he'll try to work that in but that's only my only fear is like i don't want to lose john kaczynski and other things but i'm very excited for that if that if that were the case um but anyways i want to be surprised if this universe where mordo is is the one converging with ours because they spent so much time there and it seems like they left Mordo there for a reason. It's like we're going to explore that universe again. Yeah. Um, the other, this, this is a random theory I had when I was watching the movie. Because as I said in my trailer breakdown, I thought by the end, Wanda was going to do something that brought you, brought the MC, or brought mutants to the MCU. Mm-hmm. I thought she was going to say at the end, instead of her, no more mutants like she does in the comics, let there be mutants or something along those lines. But that didn't happen clearly. Or maybe it did we, with that big flash. Right. As we know, in from WandaVision, right, we have Wanda's power coming in contact with Maria Rambeau, gave her her powers, right? Oh. And there was this big old flash that seemed like it went a pretty long way. I wouldn't be surprised if they used that to be like, whatever it hit, all their mutant genes were activated. Oh. That's interesting. That's very interesting. So, yeah. There's Rogue Rambling for uh, six minutes or whatever. <laughs> um, I had the thought, then I then you made me completely forget it. So that's fun. Oh, uh, yeah, High Evolutionary. What do you think of that? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Any thoughts? Um, I'm trying X-Men, to remember. I had something thoughts? big that I wanted to say. Secret Wars. Any thoughts? Doctor Doom. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would love it again. It, it, I would okay. love Doctor uh, Doom. Is there any actor that you like thinking I want to see play Doctor Doom? I don't know, like, because Doctor Doom's such a specific yeah, character, very unique, very specific. Yeah. So it's really interesting because, like, he's not only is he insanely powerful, uh huh, he's insanely intelligent, mm-hmm. he's large. Well, I mean, come on, he, he does work out. <laughs> um, he's imposing. He's the king. Oh, yeah. He's rich. Like, there's so much that he is. Like, finding an actor that can embody all that. It'd be a little hard. A little difficult. Uh, But there are some things they can do. One of which is make him older than he would be in the comic. Like, I don't... Because we don't need an origin story, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Well, we do kind of to say, like, how is he in the MCU? Then we haven't heard about him, right? We do need a little bit of, like, explanation. But we don't need an origin story. So he can be older. And... Don't they talk about Latveria in in the? It has been name dropped a couple of times. Okay, I feel like they name dropped Victor Von Doom or something. Oh, did they? Oh, I think they might have it. Yeah, um, um, in a Spider Man or something. Yeah. I feel like they did. Um, 
we'll have to look that up and see. But um, yeah, if they did, then basically he's already in the MCU. But yeah, as you were saying, an older older version would actually be kind of interesting. Um, but again, it goes back to how it's going to be difficult to embody this kind of character. He is one of my favorite supervillains of all time. Like he's in a he's a pretty old. I mean, he. I'm not of the biggest fan of the Fantastic Four, but and that's where you know he shows up most in. And I haven't read a ton of their comics or anything, but like in Secret Wars comics, um, he's so good. And in the Spider-Man comics where he shows up, he's so good. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's just such a good like intermediate level villain. Like you know he's definitely not yeah. you know a street level, but he's not like a cosmic level. He's not like middle level. Yeah. He is so good at he's like Loki. Some so much like a Loki level, a little higher like in power level, but like that level of um villain is so so good at it. Yeah, I do know in like a version of Doctor Doom that I've seen, he like integrated magic into his technology. Oh, yeah, that that is kind of his powers. Like, yeah. So he has like similar to like chaos type magic as Wanda, but he he has a like I said, genius. And so, yeah, he integrates his magic into his technology and that's what makes him so powerful. Yeah. It's so it just, ah, just seeing that, it's going to be so cool. Um, yeah. So anything else? Um, yeah, I think, uh, um, so yeah, I think that kind of does it for our little breakdown of multiverse of madness. Um, we yeah. both are going to watch it some more, right? Yep. We're going to watch it again and then probably try and get a, movie breakdown of it so yeah, a full can, movie review of it coming out you know before the so you can know our thoughts month. my mm-hmm. my judgment on mr fantastic may change but we'll see, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. um and yeah so moving on to other upcoming things you got any yeah. star wars news oh i got some news oh, for you okay so number one um nothing really new except i did get catfished for the obi-wan mm-hmm. um i watched it and i watched through the whole thing and i was like wait did they change how the mm-hmm. grand inquisitor looks if they did i may have some hope for this show but no they didn't i was catfished into it yeah it was sad i was so sad and i was just like oh they're not gonna fix it unless they did do fix it and that's why they pushed it back two days um, maybe um but uh, other than that, nothing really new that I've seen for Obi-Wan. Um, nothing new on Andor, Mandalorian, or Bad Batch. But something for Ahsoka. Oh? They're in post-production okay. of the show making. Not only that, I've looked at the actors, and there's one actor that could play Barris Offy. Oh. And I would okay. absolutely love it if she was that in. That would be pretty awesome if she yeah. was introduced. Yeah. She, um, like, oh, man, I'm so excited for the show. Yeah, I think she would make a really good uh, villain for yeah, Ahsoka. Yeah, she would be a perfect villain for Ahsoka. Um, but yeah, like, just like, yeah, I'm so excited for the show. <laughs> All right. Um, other than that, nothing else new. Um, but yeah, that was the big news that I had for Ahsoka. Oh. Mm. Mm. <laughs> right. What about Marvel? Um, not too much. Uh, they did release a teaser trailer for Miss Marvel. Oh. No. Oh. <laughs> it was awful. Um, it was, was it awful as in they spoiled too much or they, it every, was awful. everything like oh. so as I said before, like the first little clip they did of it was like, okay, this could be interesting. The way that they're giving her her powers, the way her character acts, the interactions they have with other characters, all of it. Except they kind of like the look. I like the dark look it has. It, it seems to like go be going back to kind of like how, you know, um, superheroes, you know, do the thing at night, you know. Oh. It seems to kind of be going to that, which will be interesting if they... I doubt they'll stick with that, but like based on the short amount of footage I've seen, it seems like... It's a little bit leaning towards that way. Um, but yeah, that's literally the only thing I enjoyed from it. W- it was one of my least favorite trailers I've ever seen. Oh, wow. It did not make me excited in the least. Okay. Okay. Uh, aside from that, we haven't got anything new about Thor Love and Thunder. Um, we got some, like I said, some. we got some photos from 
the set of um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Oh. Um, they're caught their uh, uniforms. It looks like they're going with the classic uniforms from like the video game. You know, with the red and dark oh. blue with the with the Guardians of the Galaxy logo. Yeah. Which are super cool. And they look very comic ac- comic book accurate, which is exciting. Um, but that's about all we learned about that. And we haven't learned anything about Wakanda forever. We, like I said last time, they did move switch the release dates of the Marvels and Ant Man Quantum Mania, Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. So Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania will be coming out February fifth, I believe, and um, the Marvels will be coming out next July. Okay, I'm not okay. sure what that means, like I said, but I'm I don't have a problem with it. I th- I'm guessing this is why I think with Mister Fantastic coming out, they're trying to get. Kang here. Speaking of which, we didn't even talk about the name drop of Mr. Fantastic saying, I have a kid. Oh. If anybody doesn't know who that is, it would be Franklin Richards, most likely. That's his kid in the comics. But we'll get into that in the movie review. <laughs> little yeah. teaser trailer of my own. <laughs> um, but yes. Um, uh, yeah, but I think that's about it. All right. Um, back and forth. Next week, we will be doing... Uh, what were we doing? We are going to be doing uh, fight scenes from the Marvel Universe. Our favorite fight scenes. I'm pretty sure everybody knows mine, but... No, right. no, it can't be that one. <laughs> um, and then... Might be a couple Instant Judgments coming out. There's a few movies I've been looking yeah. at wanting to go watch. So Instant Judgments, movie review for Doctor Strange. Yep. And then just next week for... Uh, Fight scenes. Alrighty, we'll see you all next week. Don't put yourselves inside a box.